Have you ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris? I recently saw a health video he made and I was surprised. He's in his 80s and still seems to have his energy and health. He says he's even stronger, has more stamina, and plenty of energy left over for his grandkids since making one simple health change that helps his digestion and nutrition. He says he still feels like he's in his 50s. His wife made the same change and she's never felt better. She says she feels 10 years younger and she has energy all day. Many of us do not include the fruits, vegetables, and other herbs that increase health and energy in our own diets. Chuck Norris made a special video that explains how he incorporated these things with one simple product. You can watch it by going to mymorningkick.com forward slash Harris. It may change your approach to your own health. Once again, that's mymorningkick.com forward slash Harris. Hey, this is John Harris from the Conversations That Matter podcast. I'm out here in Middletown, New York, outside a Walmart, actually, uh, lining the street. We have about 150 people protesting the mandate that New York State just decided to release. And by the way, they're denying religious exemptions for the COVID-19 quote-unquote vaccine or shot or jab. Uh, We might use those terms a little more frequently in this. And uh, we want to talk to people and just find out why they are against the mandate. We have people here, even in scrubs, there's nurses. I'm not sure uh, why everyone's out here, but we're about to find out. And this is um, one of the first states, if not, I think the first, to mandate this and deny religious exemptions uh, for healthcare workers. So let's go check it out. Let's see what people have to say. Sir? Yeah. Yeah, someone told us that you'd be uh, willing to maybe to talk to us about opposing the mandate. We have family in the healthcare field then that it's going to be... Yes. Dental hygienist. What's the concern that you have about the mandate? (laughs) Freedom. uh, The ability to make my own choice when it comes to my health care. I don't even take aspirin. You know, Uh, I work it through. Uh, Never had a flu shot in my life. I have an immune system that's healthier than a horse. I don't need all that bull crap in me. I eat well. I try to take care of myself. So I don't need all that because it's, it's, a, it's poison, it's basically poison. For what we've been seeing on the internet, people are going down and our mainstream media is not reporting it. This is bad for you, it is poison, and I would never get it, I would never give it to anybody in my family or anybody I know. Um, well, I'm concerned about the mandate because I feel like um, there isn't enough information right now. Um, there definitely are risks, you know, and they're not being talked about. And um, right now, I'm concerned about the um, the healthcare workers, which is the first mandate that has happened. I'm concerned about them because um, about it to them seems to like be that they're gonna be fired if they don't if they don't take um, you know do a medical procedure and. That's extremely wrong in my opinion, but more than that, what happens if we lose all these healthcare workers that were, that are you know, in our hospitals and other facilities? I feel like that's a danger to everyone because um, we're all affected by that. We all you know, could need uh, healthcare for whatever reason other than COVID, you know, but COVID too. And um, so that really concerns me. And So what concerns you the most about mandating this vaccine? Well, besides just personal freedom, I, I still don't think there's um, a, a good, good discussion about the safety risk. Okay, I understand um, the vaccines and stuff like that, but you're talking about a lot of experimental drugs, and people want answers. And instead of, so, of trying to shut down different opinions, try to, to convince them to come over and take the vaccines. There's a lot of uh, science reports out there that get, go on Facebook, and then they get blocked or shadow banned. And people 
are getting a little frustrated with that because they want to get all the facts before they make that choice. You know, it should be a personal choice. It shouldn't have to be mandated to have that, um, you know, to take the vaccine. At the end of the day, it's my body and I choose what goes in and goes out of it. I don't think the government should step in. You know, this is, a, this is about freedom. A lot of people come to this country for freedom. And right now, our freedoms are being taken away for a virus that is not even that deadly as they say there is. What kind of risks are you afraid of if you get the vaccine? I'm, I'm worried about the adverse events. Have you looked at VAERS.com? Where there people getting Ball's palsy, um, enlarged hearts, uh, heart attacks. And the kids are next. I mean, right now they're they're masking them, and there's no science to support that the masks work and you know prevent the spread of COVID. Um, and they're at risk with the masks, you know, with um, them being dirty and not used properly, and. Um, and they aren't without risk. And even our governor, I just saw this past week, she posted a picture of herself, three pictures actually that I saw on her own Facebook page where she was not wearing a mask. And she was right next to people, not social distancing, not wearing a mask, holding hands with people. Even one of the staffers right next to her was wearing a mask. So I, I, I'm concerned about that because that to me is tyranny because why is she exempt from something? I don't know of any science that exempts a politician from their own rule. What this is, is um, a petition. I'm getting, not, not really a petition. I'm getting names to start a uh, class action lawsuit for people who've been harmed. We are talking to some lawyers. And so they said, um, what you need to do before we get, you know, put the right foot in front of the, the left one, is to get a whole bunch of names on there. Let's see how serious this is. And not make us people who served in the military or people who are still serving feel like they wasted their life for nothing for the American people, you know? Be involved, you know? And uh, it's not much to be involved. The little it can be is to be out here to do something like this. You don't have to do anything really major, you know? It, just doing something to do your part really matters, you know? Um, what about your, you have young children, and uh, if this is to come to the schools, if they're going to mandate vaccines in the schools, which could happen, uh, what would be your, what would you do at that point? Let's wait. It. Okay. What would you do at that point if that's mandated? I don't know. I mean, it's, it's something that I have to think about because um, it's definitely a concern. You know, we don't know the long-term effects of, of this vaccine, um, and we probably won't know for a very long time. And uh, to do it to all these children all at once um, without having that information about, um, about what could happen with fertility, what could, how it could affect cancer rates, autoimmune disease, all kind of things that it could affect and we have no idea. And um, we don't have those long-term studies. So it's, it's a concern. I know a lot of parents are thinking about that now and they're thinking they're trying to push back and then they're thinking about what they would do i know a lot of people would pull their kids how far are you willing to go if this is forced on you to, to take it uh what would they have to do to, to maybe convince you or get you to take it they can't convince me so no limit no limits okay no limits how far are you willing to go if this is mandated if uh at your place of employment i don't know if it is yet or not but are you willing to uh, they, could keep, they could keep my job, keep it, and I hope everybody else walks out with me because I don't need their money. Yeah. Keep it. I will never get the vaccine, ever. Yeah. 
if this is forced on you, I don't know if you're in the medical field or not, but in whatever field you're in, uh, how far are you willing to go to resist it? I'm never going to comply. Would you consider homeschooling? I definitely would, yeah. I definitely would consider homeschooling. Hey everyone, so uh, we've left the Walmart parking lot and tried to find a little bit of a quiet place to talk about, kind of just recap and talk about what just happened. Um, just a few observations for you. Number one, uh, the nurses that we tried to talk to, and there were uh, there a handful of them at least there, it's probably, probably five or so, I don't know, but uh, we asked a couple of them and they would not talk to us. So they can get to more people. No? Okay. All right. And we were told basically by the organizer who was a nurse that none of them would probably talk to us just because they, if their uh, face goes out on camera, on the, on the internet, and they're recognized, this could be bad for them. This could really affect their livelihood. And so uh, they don't want to be shown publicly right now, even though they are publicly protesting um, in, in public. They just, they're trying to diminish their... Um, their presence online so that just shows you the level of intimidation uh, and they weren't the only ones there um, there was someone talking to us who said hey there's a guy who owns a business uh, he's a barber just down the street very supportive of everything that's going on but he will not come and show his face just because he's afraid of losing business and I don't know how many people there are like that but I'm assuming there's probably quite a few people are afraid right now and that's one of the takeaways people are very afraid even those who are probably the, the more brave among us who are willing to go out and uh, make a sign or um, sign a petition or publicly show I'm against the mandate, even many of them don't want to be seen on camera. They're, they're just very afraid. And that gives you a little bit of a taste, um, at least here in New York, of, uh, and I think probably across the nation, of um, how people feel about this. That's another thing, too. A lot of people are now scared to voice their opinion. You know, we used to have a country where we can disagree on the issues and have it uh, now. It's like, oh, you're you're idiot. You're 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 you know you know you're idiot. You're they, they just dismiss you. It's a, just a point of dismissing the opinion instead of arguing the points. Uh, and that, that should scare us. I mean, this should be a country where you're at least allowed to disagree, and uh, that that could come back to hurt people to the point that they're afraid of losing their jobs. And that's that's something to just realize. Um, other observations about what we saw, there's probably, I don't know, 150 people or so there. Um, I'm assuming probably as the month progresses, that number may increase. Uh, social media, I tried to find on social media um, a, more about this and I couldn't find anything. And so uh, Facebook may have already banned whatever page existed at one point, but I think this is spreading more from word of mouth. As far as, uh, I mean, I didn't ask a lot of cr questions related directly to Christianity. Um, there were there was someone I noticed who was walking around and just praying during this whole time praying over the gathering we did talk to a veteran who uh, was a Christian and um, he he views everything going on as far as forcing the mandate to be related to um, a, an attack on uh, not just the United States but on Christianity as well and I believe in God this is a God sense that we all need to do right amongst our people you know we can't be just looking at a blind eye about things and not caring about what has you know people doing a blind eye of it but when it goes from your backyard to your house sort of speaking then it's too late I don't think many people can articulate it though some probably can but I think a lot of people just the sense that I was getting was they oppose this mostly because it's it's against freedom and that's and they and that's kind of what they a lot of them said some of them expressed concerns for the side effects for their children for themselves but I think undergirding a lot of it 
and and it's not really articulated that much it, you kind of you pick it up in kind of between the lines in a way is this kind of foreboding feeling that the government is becoming so massive and totalitarian and um, dictatorial it's it's the government's taking the place of God the government is um, overstepping its boundary so much that this is what's making them this is what's leading to the depression that one of the veterans that I talked to uh, certainly felt and I talked to him for a while off camera and it's just obvious uh, went went overseas defended this country and just feels like what what why you know what what was it for um, this government that he uh, fought for and that he thought uh, represented the interests of the people of the United States, it does not actually represent the interests of the people of the United States. And it's usurping the place that once belonged to uh, God and to religion and to Christianity in particular. And so I think, I think that's kind of unstated, but it's kind of packed into um, the notion of freedom. When people say that they're this is threatening freedom. What do they mean by that? What kind of freedom? Um, I think that's what they're talking about. They're saying that this is infringing on their personal uh, liberty, their, what they do with their body, the decisions they make for their family, for their children. Um, but this is also, it's not a, um, it's, it's, it's an overstepping of the boundary that should be there for government. So this is not an area in which they should be involved. And uh, maybe they could understand it under other circumstances, but these aren't those circumstances. That gives you at least a sense for what people are feeling here in the state of New York. Um, one last thing I will mention, I forgot to say it earlier, that people on the road, drivers who are coming past, we heard a lot of honks. It was hard to get some of these interviews in a way just because so much noise, so many people honking. A uh, few people, just, just a handful, hardly any, coming through um, being trying to oppose uh, what was being articulated by the people who want to stop the mandate. Uh, overwhelmingly, it, it seemed very supportive to me. And I, I think that's probably where people are mostly at. Even people who got the vaccine or, and are for the vaccine, they don't think it should be mandated, even to healthcare workers. There might be a few people who think that way, but it's, it's another case of probably the majority being bullied by a very loud and vocal minority who happens to have institutional power. Uh, the media. Um, in fact, a lot of people, they were afraid to talk to me at first because they thought I was with the media. And I said, look, I'm not. No, we're pro, we're pro freedom. We're anti the mandate. We just want to get your opinion on it. And then they were, some of them were willing to talk to me, but there's a mistrust because the, the few people who are opposing this actively, um, they have a, a very large, a large portion of the elites in our country are backing them up. And, um, but the common, regular, ordinary people driving down the road, shopping at Walmart, they don't seem to be supporting this. And I think that should encourage everyone. Uh, come on out if you're in the area. If you're not in the area, uh, find something that's similar maybe. Get involved in your local community. And I think if you're involved in your local community with the real people who live there and work there, uh, then you can create a mass of people that can oppose this kind of thing. And I mean, what, what, what's a hospital going to do? What's, what's a, and if, even if it's not a hospital, if it's a place of work and you, um, people just leave because they don't want to take the vaccine or not, not leave, but they're forced to be fired uh, and the place has no workers, then it's just not a practical situation. You, they, you need workers to make this country move, to make your local area move, your local hospital. And so if enough people just have the guts that they say they have and oppose the mandate and they stand together, then you're not going to have, uh, the mandate's going to fall. It's going to crum crumble up. People aren't going to be able to enforce it. Um, and 
that's that's really I think the question right now are enough people in local areas local politicians regular ordinary people willing to say I'm gonna stand up against this yesterday I was at a church um, and I ran into someone and I won't say where but they are responsible for thousands of children multiple school districts uh, whether or not they will they, this this person whether he will approve for these school districts the vaccine for children uh, that are from ages 2 to 11 and uh, he's already approved it for adults and he's having a lot of second thoughts about it and so we talked for a little while gave him my number but um, I could just tell the fear uh, that he, he even said he's like this isn't a fight that I was that I wanted to have but I encouraged him I said look not many people in history can say they had an opportunity to stand against evil to stand against tyranny and if you don't think we're I mean, those who are listening to this podcast probably know that we are heading for tyranny. We already have it, but we're heading for even more of it. Um, what are you going to say to your grandchildren? What are you going to say to your children? And uh, this is an opportunity right here, right now. You won't get this opportunity forever to stand against this stuff. But what kind of influence do you have? What platform do you have? How can you use it to stand against this? Ask those questions because the, the timer is ticking. And... Um, and we're going to be held responsible for it. Uh, and, it. and it's here, it's now, it's something tangible that you can actually do. So I uh, just wanted to say that. Thank you so much for watching. I hope this was encouraging to you. And we'll have more coming out uh, about this issue. I didn't want to touch it, but I'm going to touch it. And we're going to touch it a lot more um, in the coming week and maybe even the coming weeks. Uh, lots more coming on social justice as well. And and. But th this is related, and um, the government is not God, and we want to send a clear message to people that uh, th this, is, this is not wise to mandate this, and the government does not have this authority, and they shouldn't have this authority. So um, anyway, hope that helps. God bless. More coming soon. Bye now. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.